0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to our very second episode of Age of Geek podcast. I'm Jake.
1: And I'm Marley.
0: And we have two special guests with us tonight, two Daredevil experts and Larry Curtis and Blake Castleman. Larry, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well,
2: thanks for having me, first of all. And I, and I want to qualify the, the Daredevil expert. I don't know if that's true. Uh, but I've read lots and lots and lots of Daredevil and it's been a lifelong passion of mine for sure. Um, it's I'm probably known in other fandoms for like, like Lord of the Rings maybe, but Daredevil's actually like my first love and my true love. So uh, I am a journalist by trade. I do some, a lot of writing. I take some pictures. I've played in the geek press for, I don't know, 20 years, 20, most of it in Lord of the Rings probably um I've traveled a bit been a geek on several continents uh I go to conventions speak at them sometimes Blake is kind enough to have me there and uh I discovered Daredevil on a road trip to Missouri and picked up one of the very first issues that Frank Miller wrote and read it in the car changed my life
0: awesome well we're glad to have you here Larry Blake, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for those those out, those few people out there who don't know who Blake Castleman is.
3: <laughs> those few people out there who have had the privilege of not knowing who I am. <laughs> uh, again, like Larry, I'm, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me, Jake and Marley and i uh my name is blake castleman i am the director of programming at fan x i'm also a screenwriter and a film producer i have a new film uh, that i wrote and produced uh, a horror film called limbo that's coming out in the fall and um i also have dabbled somewhat in comic book writing and editing Uh, i have a graphic novel called devil's triangle that you can get from amazon and comiXology and my love of Daredevil uh, started with uh, some, I read the Defenders back in the day and, and, and Daredevil would, would guest star uh, on the Defenders every now and then. And, and that's where I really got, became aware of Daredevil. And then like Larry, I picked up uh, uh, an issue of Daredevil uh, early in the Frank Miller run. Uh, Frank wasn't writing it at this time. Uh, Roger Sliffer was write, writing it and Frank was drawing it. And, and what drew me to the, to the issue was, uh, on the cover, it had daredevil in an alleyway with his billy club held up ready to fight. And in, in the background, in the foreground, there was the green fist of the Hulk. And, um, I was like, Oh, got to check this out. So I bought that issue. And, uh, that was really enjoyed it. by the
2: way. Yes. Daredevil 163.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic issue, and 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 uh, I I was aware of Frank Miller's art uh, because he had he had done a run on uh, Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, as one of his first jobs for Marvel, and um, it was it was uh, great kind of getting into Daredevil at that point and being able to go along with the great run he did on that series as as first artist and then later writer and artist. Larry,
0: did you have a comment? I feel like you were raising
3: your I hand. Did. I
2: was raising my hand. <laughs> it's funny that Blake would mention that issue of Daredevil. It's I honestly think it's maybe the best Hulk story I've ever read. And um Hulk is tough to have as a main character because he's so strong and everything else. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's such a good kind of issue. And I, I keep waiting for someone to think, like, that's what we need to get on screen for a Hulk movie. Because it is. It actually is. What yeah. uh,
1: What is the name of that comic again? I'm going to write it down in our private chat so I can remember it later.
3: It's, it's, it's you said it was 163, Larry? Daredevil. Yeah it's the
2: original um, run the one that started in the 60s and it's um yeah
3: okay Marley this is Daredevil Visionaries uh, volume one it's it's the Frank Miller run from the beginning mm. uh, in one trade paperback well there's multiple but this one has the Hulk issue in it
1: oh okay I like that yeah no I I did not start very early with daredevil comics, (laughs) but I I've like read two of them. Um, and that's guardian devil, which I have here. This was recommended to me from, um, by a friend who, uh, is really, really into comics too. And I really liked the story. I read it after I had seen the TV series on Netflix for daredevil. So I kind of already had like that basis, but I really liked this version. And then I just read the born again. Um, one in preparation for tonight and i really liked that one i it it seemed like and tell me if i'm wrong cuz you guys obviously are more um, knowledgeable about this but so the the frank miller ones are the ones that like the tv show is more based on right yes
3: no there there's a lot of miller uh influence in the tv show definitely
1: gotcha yeah it seemed like the- there were a lot of things that was going on in the comic born again that i was like hey this seems like if they're going to start with the tv series born again i'm like i could see some of these plot points happening
3: (laughs) yeah in fact i was i was super hoping that you know before it was netflix canceled i was super hoping that season four would be an adaptation of the born again storyline Mm
2: -hmm. so i think what frank miller did which the TV show really borrowed heavily from is so the Kingpin was a like a Spider Man villain, really. Mm-hmm. And Frank Miller picked him up and brought him into Daredevil and did it so much more effectively. It was like the best Kingpin all of a sudden. And, um, you know, he was it was many years before Kingpin was a big Daredevil villain, but then he was like Frank Miller cemented him as this opponent. Uh, and so the TV show naturally went. To that, to there, he's he's the right kind of opponent. So, just by the virtue of having the Kingpin there, um, it's you know a lot of that kind of Miller influenced automatically is there. In fact, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But even some of the Born Again content already kind of bled into the to the Netflix series for sure. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, my my introduction to the Kingpin was the Spider Man comics as well, and he wasn't even. Uh, considered one of, uh, you know, Spider-Man's rogue gallery of bad guys. He wasn't even a foremost one. He was kind of this odd, uh, oversized, um, you know, uh, wealthy gangster who, you know, Spider-Man called chubby and told a lot of fat jokes to. So <laughs> him. It's true. Um, so, and it, and it really, it was really interesting how when Frank Miller brought, um the kingpin into the daredevil universe uh he became a very scary villain in many ways
2: yep and the spider-man uh animated movie of course did use kingpin right but even that version of kingpin was kind of the more frank miller version like not completely but he frank miller definitely took him from this like blake said kind of a weird dude to like a real mainstay of the marvel universe
0: Yeah. I don't know that there's anybody scarier than the Kingpin just because of the connections that he has and the crime organization that he runs. And a lot of that is because of Frank Miller and his work for sure. So that's the reason we wanted to talk about born again. You guys mentioned it, the TV series that Marvel announced. Um, it was interesting. I watched the reaction when they said, you know, daredevil born again, it'll be an 18 episode series. And there was a lot of cheering. And I wondered, how many people were cheering because it was just more daredevil and a lot of people really loved the series and how many was it because they recognized that particular name um it's, I, it's
2: tough to say um I I mean it's now hate to show my age but it's been a little while since that was new I mean it is a, it is out in trade paperback so it's not like a hidden story but um i have a suspicion more this is just a hunch more of the cheering was just for daredevil and and 18 episodes and i, I don't i'm sure born again resonated with people but not to the same not you're talking about san diego comic-con hall h which mm-hmm. is like packed six thousand people in a room and they're they're maybe like marvel but they're not like dedicated daredevil catalogers who are going to probably know that title
1: well, really? and I I think too, like I mean, because I, I definitely, I, like I said before, I I hadn't read the Born Again comic until just now, like the past week or so, so I was definitely more excited just to hear that we were getting more Daredevil, and that it's going to be the same actor, Charlie Cox, because I freaking love him. Like I was I was first introduced to that actor from um, in Stardust when he was cute little Tristan. And I, um, and so when I heard that like he was playing Daredevil, I was like, okay, okay, interesting. And like, I just immediately like fell in love with his um, like version of the character. And so to get more of him, okay, quick story time Spider Man, No Way Home. You've all seen it, right? Everyone's seen it. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Everyone (laughs) has seen
1: it, right? Spider-Man. So I... Everybody... Okay, everybody was super, super excited for the Spider-Man cameos. Of course. I was too. I loved it. I literally... I was so excited I stopped breathing when Charlie Cox showed up in the movie. I was, like, crying. I was just so happy. And he was in it for, like, what, two seconds? Like... (laughs)
0: Yeah, his cameo was so good though. Catching so the brick when it was thrown through the window. What kind of lawyer did you say you were? A really good one. So, uh, I, so I
2: have a question for you, Marley and Jake. Yeah. Like, so you know, Blake and I, old grizzled Daredevil veterans, what um at what point you did you watch the series? Like did you watch it when it was brand new? And at what point did you fall in love with it? And also I feel very sad I didn't wear a Daredevil t shirt. I just realized that I'm like wearing some Go to work shirt. So
0: I might <laughs> it's a nice shirt. You look
2: really nice. Larry. I might hop off camera and listen and come right back unless they're super to. rude.
0: Okay. If <laughs> uh, right you need to. Um, I I knew Daredevil from when I was a kid and reading the comics and um, being a comic book fan and being a Frank Miller fan from some of the other work that he'd done. I had sought out some of the stuff that he had written and Born Again was definitely one of those books that I wanted to track down and read. Um, when the series came out, uh, I, I don't work for the same company anymore. So I can say this. I called in sick to my boss that day and watched <laughs> the whole first season and just stayed home from work and watched that. And it was some of the most powerful storytelling I'd ever seen, uh, on a, on a TV series like that. And so for me, that's what, what bought me in a hundred percent with Charlie Cox and, and the Netflix series. So.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember if I started watching it the first season on Netflix when it like very first came out. It might have. I wonder if season two had been out yet. Honestly, I can't remember, but I, I definitely like came into it like early on, and I remember being excited for the when the next seasons came out, especially like season three. Um, so I. I just really, like, fell in love with it because I, I didn't really know much about um, Daredevil and his story before watching the Netflix series. I did know about Daredevil from the Ben Affleck movie, unfortunately. Do, should we not talk about that? Should I not have mentioned that? No, oh, we
2: should uh, talk about it. I'm I <laughs> to talk about
3: it. I, I think it certainly needs, you know, talk about the multiverse. There was a... Yeah. That was a multiverse version of Daredevil where...
1: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I you don't
0: need that crossover to show up though in a no. little, little episode or anything.
1: <laughs> no, but I just I just really loved the Netflix series because again, like it was an actor that I had known from a previous role that I that I really liked. And um just kind of seeing this part of Marvel, um, because even though it wasn't officially like MCU, you know, um but just seeing this part of marvel that was a little more dark and gritty and violent you know like it was it was kind of interesting to see that side and to be able to kind of get into like the down and dirty of this of these heroes um, because you know meanwhile we we have you know fun and joyful guardians of the galaxy and here's thor and you know like of course i love those but like some of them it just kind of seemed a little more lighthearted So to get this kind of darker side, and then even with the other series, you know, like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all of those, like, it was just kind of a nice, for me, it was kind of refreshing (laughs) to see this side. And um, I was so sad, so, so sad when they they canceled it after season three.
0: It was a shame. When I was a kid, my parents used to buy me these action figures at the store that I think it was the Secret Wars series of action figures. And there was a daredevil that they had got me. Cause my favorite color was red. And I was, a, I was a kid. Like the only thing I knew about daredevil was I love red and there's not a lot more red than daredevil. And so, and then learning that he was like, my dad read me the back of the card or whatever. And that he was blind. I was like, he can do all this stuff and he's blind. Like I thought that was really cool. So that mm-hmm. was, something that I've always loved the look and, and the kind of the aspects of daredevil, even from a pretty young age, obviously not, the darkness part they didn't let me read books when I was you know just a little one so
3: well I I wasn't subscribed to Netflix at the time they announced the Daredevil series so I signed up for Netflix just for the Daredevil series so perfect (laughs) I I, I was that excited for it um
2: Netflix noticed like there was a lot of people that actually watched that daredevil season one it was very successful at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, i think even they said it was the most watched they guard those things pretty well but it was the most watched netflix series at that point
1: oh wow oh wow
2: it was a home run out of the gate yeah
1: i know and i i loved like in season two when they uh introduced punisher and um john bernthal's um frank castle it was kind of funny because like at the time when I was watching that series, I was also for the first time ever watching Walking Dead. I was a little late to the Walking Dead uh train. And it took me the longest time to realize that John Bernthal was in both series. Mm. <laughs> I felt so dumb after I realized that. I was like, wait a second. <laughs>
3: it's All right, the same and, person. <laughs> and and Marley, speaking of Spider Man villains the punisher started out like the kingpin as a spider-man villain oh, yeah. and uh miller brought him over into the daredevil universe too during another
1: another, another yeah, solid miller, show
2: <laughs> miller really transformed the same everything we said about kingpin he really transformed the punisher into like this guy with a gun into like oh wow he's massively cool and he has really interesting philosophical differences about violence than opposed how he's opposed to Daredevil and maybe he'll kill that jaywalker and um you know just that kind of he just made him so much more dynamic and there for my money that's part of a really good run of of Frank Miller writing and some great covers some of the really great Daredevil comic covers feature Punisher um I'm not going to walk off camera again but I have a really super cool Daredevil Punisher statue maybe I should walk off it's about this tall (laughs)
1: i like your i like your elect electra oh, i couldn't find t-shirt. my super
2: cool daredevil shirt but i have this electra shirt
1: yeah cool. she's cool too <laughs> um
2: if we you talk know, about and, electra, and we'll
3: have a lot electra, of electra electra was created uh during the frank miller run on daredevil 2 and and uh you know what a what an important character that for the marvel universe and and hopefully now the marvel Cin- cinematic universe that uh you know he He brought this character in. She was someone from Daredevil's past when he kind of retconned some things about Daredevil's origin. Um, And then she got so popular that she did go on to have her own series um, after she was resurrected. Um, Yeah. Which
2: happens in the comics a lot. You know, funny thing. In fact, people who haven't read it, so Marley and Jake, there is a... um, I think it's called Electra Lives Again, and it's in a trade paperback. So Frank Miller wrote Electra, and our spoiler is okay. This is, yeah, it's, like, it's really, yeah.
0: especially where it's like 30, 40 years old. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, we're talking we're about, about stuff from
3: the 80s, Larry.
0: You know that Darth Vader is Luke. <laughs> Wait, um, what? what?
3: <laughs> so,
2: a little, little me, little teenage me. Yeah, I was a teenager. Um, was reading live those Daredevil comics as they came out, they introduced Elektra and did all those things. And and in one of the issues, 181, because you remember things when you're a teenager, so that probably, he killed her. And um, Bullseye. what's that, Blake? Did Bullseye kill Well. Blackie? Yeah, but I mean, Frank Miller is bullseye. Oh, Frank so. Miller,
3: yeah. Frank.
0: Frank. Frank He's <laughs> ultimately responsible. He's the one that actually killed her. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, well, so bullseye killed her in and, and amazing fashion. And that particular issue, like, it was impossible to find. I couldn't find it anywhere. And so it just sold out, like everywhere. So poor me was like, oh, I, I didn't quite get what was going on in the greater comic world, how hot it was. I was just reading good stories every month from the, you know, the, like 7-Eleven or something. Um, and I ended up finding it in St. George. I was on a little road trip, which is six hours south of where I live, and I found it at a grocery store, and I was reading it in the grocery store, and I cried. Like, she died, and I cried. It was so, like, horrible. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's really well-written death, too. It's it's beautiful. Like, she and Daredevil are enemies, and then, oh, I'm dying, and now Now at the last moments of my life, I'm going to go to Matt Murdock. So it's pretty touching. So there I was crying. And uh, she was so popular. Like Blake said, like Electra was super popular and there was no way, just no way that Marvel was going to let her stay dead, which is if I was king of the world and I could change one thing in comics, it would be like death is permanent. So it matters because it's it's silly. (laughs) But Frank Miller wrote Electra lives again because he's like, well, clearly they're going to bring her back so i'm going to do it on my terms and my way and it's as resurrection stories go it's top shelf it's, it's really- a
3: beautiful um it's a beautiful miniseries. it's it's drawn by bill Skinvecky. how do you
2: Zinkavich is his
3: Zinkevich. name oh my goodness it's, it's 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 there's so much frameable artwork in that in that mini series yeah um you know, Sorry. Larry, that, that issue one eighty one. Um, I remember how violent Electra's death was for that time. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah, I remember after that there was a lot of there was a lot of back and forth. There was even even I think the national news even caught wave of of the controversy that was surrounding the the the, the violent act of her death at the time and and in another way Frank Frank Miller, you know, by uh upping the violence level on his run in Daredevil, he he changed comics in another way.
2: He really was pushing boundaries. And you know, you say that and I can I can't describe it very well because whatever. But I can see them in my mind's eye that image of bullseyes sigh right through Electra's chest and poking out the back, taking yeah. the material. Like I can see it and I think yeah, it was he, a big, he,
3: not, not even in the X-Men with Wolverine's claws that they did, did, anything depicted that violent and mainstream superhero comic books yeah. up to Dang. that point.
2: You wow. really felt it and the whole, at least me at the time I was like, oh, they're not really gonna kill her. And that's not really good. And then it was, there it, was. Wow. Wow. it so, was impactful.
1: So then speaking of Electra's resurrection. Didn't we kind of sort of see that, you know, um, in this, in the TV series? Because like, who was it? The, uh, the uh, red, the red hand who got her Yeah. and put her in that like chamber kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And so we kind of saw like that they were like preserving her. So I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to see her in the Born Again series.
3: I'm, i I. don't know about the Born Again series, but I'm fully anticipating her to come back at some point in the MCU. Yeah. Yep.
2: She is super popular, and so there's there's two ways to look at this. I. Yes, they kind of covered that, Marley. I. And I don't. You. I don't think you can go there again because they kind of did already, and they did not do a bad job, and I'm not complaining about it. But they did burn that opportunity to do it maybe better, like the yeah. like a full on more kind of version they kind of they kind of let it be a small thing and it could have been a magnificent big thing which is okay like uh, it's i'm not complaining like the the many 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 hours of the daredevil tv series and now to have 18 more episodes i'm not complaining about any of that right it's better than didn't
1: a- that. i so the the defenders season did you guys i I think I, like, blocked that from my memory because, like, I cannot remember, like, the plot that happened in that. Was she in that? Was Electra in that or no? Yes? I think. I think? Was she? I'm, like, trying to remember. All I I know is that I associate it. I I actually said that it was more of an Iron Fist Season 2 than it was a Defenders.
2: Well, can I throw out some strong opinions, hosts? yeah absolutely of course yeah uh, please. this is safe space for all opinions strong okay. Loved the Daredevil series loved Jessica Jones um Power Man was fine maybe a, a tiny bit boring but it was solid and I watched it and I loathed Iron Fist I think it's terrible oh it's terrible. terrible and then I don't loathe the Avengers but I I did to me feel like it bled right into the Avengers and all the things that were wrong was kind of a, a, they ended up being kind of a bad mark against the defenders as well, so it was unfortunate, not great, and then it it actually, when the cancellation came it sort of was like, well, you kind of, mang- I, in my opinion they mangled that, so it, it sort yeah. of was a natural course of events even though Darrell yeah. on his own had a lot more to say and and Jessica Jones as well, but
1: that's yeah. one that I need to go back and I I never finished Jessica Jones just because I I had a harder time with it. Uh, even though I wa- I watched more Iron Fist than I did Jessica Jones, and I kind of regret that.
2: It's it's hard material, honestly. <laughs> as much it's much really, an easy show to watch. No, as much <laughs> as people are saying the violence in Daredevil maybe isn't perfect for Disney Plus, it's really for me at least. It's Jessica Jones. The content there is like that yeah. is pretty heavy stuff. I wouldn't blame you for not watching it, but it's
3: pretty well done. Yeah. So I just I just love David Tennant as the villain in mm-hmm. season one. He did that's what job. I hear. He's I he's agree. Amazing, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's he's a good actor and he can play almost any role, but it's and, hard to see him as not the purple man after you watch. No, it. it's almost his best thing that he's done for me. Yeah. I was I'm just awesome. so good. So if you like okay. him as Doctor Who, don't watch Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it may ruin Doctor Who for you.
1: Oh goodness.
3: And Marley, to answer your question, uh Electra was in the Defender series.
1: Okay. Like I said, I saw it one time when it first came out because I was excited. I was ex- I was excited to see this team up. Even though like Iron Fist wasn't super great, I never watched Luke Cage. Oopsies. Um and I just I was like, "Yeah, this this sounds great." And then i watched it and i was like um that was okay and then um it was just hard to go back and watch some of the other series and it just made me more that much more excited for daredevil season three when it was when it came out because i'm like yes what i already know and love (laughs)
2: like blake to me again not a criticism but blake and i agree on this the old defenders with dr strange and hulk and valkyrie and Hellcat and the Black Knight, like that was cool comics. And then Daredevil shows up once or twice a year, like that was a good Sub- read.
3: Submariner would the Submariner would show up on occasion. Yeah. oh, they had Night Hawk too, which was kind of Marvel's answer. One of Marvel's answers to Batman. He was a good cool yeah. yeah. too. So
2: it was like the weird Avengers or the quirky Avengers. Kind of it was. I really liked that yeah.
0: comic. Yeah, the the not like the the Avengers are like the jocks at school, the athletes, and then the Defenders are like the cool kids who aren't the jocks, you know. They're the
3: the goth kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're the ones playing Dungeons and Dragons on their lunch break. Oh my goodness. And really
2: no one else can deal with the Hulk except Doctor Strange in the Marvel universe, so that actually works too.
0: Yeah. So with, with this, it's interesting because we've talked about Frank Miller and how big an influence he was on the Daredevil character uh and his run on daredevil why this particular story do you think marvel i mean i don't think it's an accident that they pick born again as the name of their uh, new daredevil 18 episode season that's coming why this particular story from all of the frank miller stories that they could do
2: i mean there is a chance by the way we i think we probably don't want this to be true but there's a chance that marvel just said hey Born Again's really good branding for. I'm sorry, Disney said Born Again's really good branding to put on Disney Plus. And it, who, what if it has nothing to do with this? Yeah, run? But it's Kingpin and Daredevil, so probably, probably. Yeah, the for. So I mean, it's it's smart branding. It's really smart branding. Like in back in the 20th century, Frank Miller said, you know, in the far future when Disney Plus has a Daredevil series, I better call this. Born again, so they can use it. I mean, it, it's good absolutely. job. I was just thinking, absolutely. Sure, totally.
0: well, and, and
3: Jake, I I think uh, I think another bit, part of it may be the fact that the the people that were teenagers like me and Larry at the time that this series came out, these guys were reading Daredevil. They're now producers. They're now directors. They're right. Now, they're now decision makers for companies like Disney and 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who knows it could have been one of Kevin Feige's uh favorite series that he read growing mm-hmm. up. Um so it's I, I think I think that may have a lot to do with it too. You know, here oh we have the Daredevil character from Netflix now. What do you want to do? Oh, let's do Born Again. That was my favorite series when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and like for me, after after reading the Born Again um series I think plot wise, it kind of makes sense that this is where um, the Daredevil story could go. And like, sure, there's some characters in the Born Again series that are dead in the TV series. Like, for example, Ben (laughs) Yurick, the reporter. Um, So it'd it'd be interesting to see, like, if they're going to do something similar, but bring in someone else and kind of like incorporate someone else or even the whole plot point. And I feel like, again, like this shouldn't be a spoiler, but maybe I should still do a spoiler alert, even though it happens in like what the first literal like page of the comic. And that is when Karen Page sells the secret that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Also, she can get a drug fix. And it'd be interesting to see if we're going to have um, in the, in the new TV series, if Karen Page is going to go down that dark route, which I feel like we kind of saw a little bit of dark elements with her, Some a little bit of teases here and there from the TV series. Um, and, you know, they kind of made hints about her her past being rough and all of that. So, like, maybe we'll see her go down this route, or maybe they'll bring in somebody totally different that is going to sell the secret. I don't... Who knows? But I, I could kind of see... That maybe being the plot point. um
3: Well, and there's well, the character of Glory, the girl from Scotland. I, or I Ireland. had to. Ireland. I, had Ireland. I had to look her yeah, up. <laughs> she, she, was, she was a girlfriend of Matt's. Um, there was a girl named Heather who was a girlfriend mm. of Matt's who died. And then he had a he had a long relationship with Karen. Uh, before yeah. she she left New York to go to Hollywood uh, to try and be an actress, and 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 you have that whole subplot with with Foggy hooking up with Matt's ex girlfriend um, while he's basically crazy on the living on the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking about adapting this and. one thought that came to me is like, well, it's kind of cold, a foggy, you know, sucks for Matt. Uh, You know, my longtime friend and partner, I I know he's lost his career. I know he's lost his home. He keeps calling us with these crazy phone calls. Um, But Hey, I'm, I'm, things are great between me and his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. And, and uh, I, I could almost see, you know, with the series, maybe, if 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 there is going to be a a, a glory character she and foggy teaming up to hit the streets and maybe find matt try to find matt you know yeah. Matt's missing let's you know give them something to do cuz they really don't do much other than fall in love and ha- yeah. have the good life there's and a worry contrast to, to what's happened to matt's life in the meantime yeah
0: Yeah. They keep, every time they cut to the foggy story, I'm like, okay, this is, let's get through these panels for the like actual story that's happening. But uh, yeah, I reading this again uh, in preparation for tonight, I really feel like there's a lot that could play out really well in a, in an 18 part series. Um, And a lot of it, like with the TV series that they've done on Disney plus they have a few big moments, right, where they're in the costume and there's the explosions and everything else. But, like, when you look at WandaVision, most of that series is not her in, as Scarlet Witch until toward the very end. And similar with Miss Marvel that just wrapped up. And I thought about that. This is a great story for that reason because it's not toward the end of the story before he's putting the Daredevil costume back on. Most of it is him being down at the bottom of his luck as matt murdoch and trying to fight back and that guys and so i thought that would probably work really well um for a disney plus series he's wearing his,
3: he's wearing his down jacket which is very 80s
0: <laughs> which i hope i hope they stay true to the comic and he's got the big puffy down jacket the whole time.
1: are
2: you oh, listening Disney? We need that down jacket, Disney.
0: <laughs> we?
1: need Charlie Cox in that down jacket, please.
2: <laughs> no, Marley, I have a question as a yeah. female here. Sure. Um, we just listed like the many romantic, we didn't even scratch the surface actually, of the many romantic partners of Matthew Murdoch and Daredevil. Like, And by the way, I was really always hoping that Daredevil would make his entry into the Marvel universe so that he could meet Black Widow, and they could be like, "Hey, it's been a while since we dated." Like, I I really <laughs> wanted that moment, but it never came to right. pass. It was too bad. Um. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, is there something really appealing about Charlie Cox, like in a kind of a romantic and Daredevil too, in a kind of a romantic way? like his women really seem to like But <laughs> it's, it's true. It really is true. Both I in mean, the comic and, and in the real world. Like, Yeah. Character that well, resonates with females.
1: Well, it, I mean, it definitely helps that Charlie Cox is, I mean, I, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a good looking guy. He's cute. He's handsome, you know, whatever you want to call it. So like, it helps that, you know, physically he's appealing, but also just like, I guess like his character where he kind of, I mean, you even see it a little bit in the uh in the Netflix TV series kind of early on, where he's kind of like, Oh, poor me, I'm just I'm just a blind guy, you know, and and the girls are all like, Oh, let me help you, you know, that kind of trope. Yeah. So there's definitely a bit of that, but then but then you find that he's actually like, you know, he's he's got a troubled past and oh his dad died tragically, and like all these oh sad things. And so I think like Generally, you know, women are kind of like drawn to, oh, poor you. Let me take care of you kind of thing. And so, like, I think that's kind of part of it. But also he just, like I've said many times already on this uh, this episode, there's just something about Charlie Cox and him playing this character. Like, he he just, he's just one of those, like, people that just needs to be, he just needs to be protected and loved. He just needs he just needs some love that guy needs to you know he just needs to catch a break for goodness sakes um i'm actually glad though that you mentioned black widow because i had no idea that that was like a thing until i read the guardian devil series because she's in it oh, yeah. and she's like his love interest in it and i'm like but also kind of not like i think she attacks him if i remember right but
0: there's that I whole still be a love interest. Yeah, yeah. True. I mean, exactly.
2: probably, probably attacks him if she's a love interest in the Daredevil world. That yes, that's things. true.
1: Elektra does that quite often too. Um, <laughs> but yes, I I thought that was a really fun um, thing to see, like somebody else that I already am, you know, a character that I'm already familiar with, um, showing up with another character that I'm that I'm familiar with. So I I just love the crossovers, and I. Yeah, I just think it's a lot of fun.
2: Once upon a time, I've I'm not old enough to remember this, but I collected every back issue because that's what I did as a kid. Like I got everything I could get my hands on. But the title was called Daredevil and Black Widow. They shared that the Daredevil title was called that. And they it was their comic, not his comic, and they moved to San Francisco together wow. and lived there for a while.
3: Lovely. Maybe that was that was in the seventies, wasn't it? Around the same time you had captain America and the Falcon was the series. I mean, probably I I I read all that
2: so much later that I don't really know, but like I, man, I loved as a kid, I could sit down and read like a hundred consecutive issues of Daredevil in the summertime when I wasn't in school. So that's what I did.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Love it. So when I read through this, there's one character that stood out to me and I'm interested to see if if he makes it into the series and how they handle it, because the character was probably frightening back then, but is downright terrifying today. And that's Nuke.
3: Oh, I was, I was and, thinking that's where you were going. And Nuke, Nuke has already been introduced in the Netflix yep. stuff. Um, and Jessica Jones season one. Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh, see, I yep. need to go, you guys, I need to go and watch Jessica
3: Jones. it's almost like netflix was not only with the daredevil series but it's almost like netflix was leading the whole uh content they were creating toward this born again adaptation by by also having nuke around early on
2: yeah i thought that was i agree blake totally it was an early tell that like this is the same universe and it's the same universe even though we can't put it on tv the avengers right are, mm-hmm. are definitely kind of in the backdrop and if you've read born again like oh hey the avengers show up
3: yeah, yeah.
1: oh yeah that was a surprise i yeah. was yeah, like I, captain I, america what
3: yeah <laughs> captain america captain america becomes part of the story there for yeah, a yeah. Bit. um yeah. thor shows up he he causes the the thunderstorm to to p- help put out the fire Iron Man shows up I was wondering you know maybe Sam Wilson will show up maybe War Machine will show up since you know Tony Stark can't and and wow. um, and, and maybe 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 Thor will show up or maybe one of the other Avengers will show up uh, it would be a,
2: a super sort of validating way to use Captain America I think in particular to have Sam Wilson be there to deal with nuke I, I when i thought about how netflix might i mean disney plus might tackle it i was like that's if they you know because he's not too big for those he clearly has a net up disney series so it would be a natural right. thing to have him there and the story mm-hmm. lends itself you you can't see my this is my um oh i can't it's not gonna work anyway kept, this big poster i have of daredevil in my entryway of my house captain america's on there Oh, mm-hmm. big stained glass nice. window it's very by the way which morning is very strong on religious themes yeah um, it is so it'll be fascinating to see if they those are incorporated because they're a little bit subtle but well, anyway again,
3: again the daredevil netflix series got into the religious themes and, and they also touched on this idea of maybe matt's mother was still alive maybe she was a nun
2: yeah, yeah, and yeah. That,
3: that's a little bit more on the nose. Um In the Born Again series, when he asks, uh, he asks the nun, "Are you my mother?" And she says, "Of course not." And then you have the you have the thought caption that says, "Oh, she just lied." So yeah, you yeah. could hear her
0: heartbeat. No, yes, that she was lying.
2: You know, I mean, I think all these things that you're mentioning, over that we're mentioning, um, in some ways, it makes the Born Again run challenging. I think for Disney because they have. Used a little bit of the downfall of Matt murdoch They oh, have really? nuns like helping him and nursing him back to mm-hmm. health and rehabbing him mentally and emotionally. They have nuke is out there. Um, so some of the and more elements, some of these things have been not used the same way. Or, well, Jake, you said Daredevil out of costume, right? That's definitely yeah. happened a lot yes. in the Netflix version. And so, well, and
1: what happened to Melvin Potter? too did he did he die in the tv series i can't remember or was he just
3: i don't um, think he did i don't think no. so i so,
1: had t- uh, again i had no idea that he in the comics um was like a, a superhero or villain he's yeah. a villain um, yeah he's villain. a long
3: time daredevil villain yeah, yep. gla- gladiator
1: yeah see i had no idea so like for me reading the born again comic and finding Melvin in there and how he like makes the costumes and stuff. I was like, Hey, I know who this is.
2: (laughs) Every When I watch that Netflix series and I'll bet Blake is the same way. Uh, every time Melvin's on screen, I'm like, that's Melvin. That's like, it was just such a, like a small thing, but it was such a like important kind of, yeah, that's daredevil that they got that right. Like Mm -hmm. things like
0: that made it work for me. Well, it will be interesting to see, do you think. It will be full on TVMA like the Netflix series, or do you think Disney holds back a little bit?
3: I think it'll be TVMA. I hope so. <laughs> um, TVMA for the same reasons the Netflix series is. I mean, they're, they 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 didn't get too heavy on the sexual right. content or nudity, or you didn't get a lot of f bombs. But you know, the dark tone, the violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Some of the hard things to watch. Um, I think that those should be there. I think, and I agree. I
2: think when you're Disney Plus and you put Jessica Jones on there, which is like strong themes of like consent are taken away and and mm-hmm. even sexual like rape, really.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: if you're willing to go there and put that on your network, you're you're gonna be. Uh, it's yeah. You're I,
3: to do it. I think it, with the with the filtering options that parents have, um, yeah. I don't think they're going to hold back as far yeah. as the adaptation.
2: It'll be really fascinating to me. Like one of the things I'll be waiting for is in this eighteen-hour-long episode, or we don't know their hour, but in these eighteen episodes, will they throw in one of those three-minute fight scenes with no cuts that they, you know, that Daredevil became so famous for? Will, will Disney go to that level of like brawling? Cause, and by the way, those are pretty great TV making.
0: Right? Yeah. Pretty stunning. I hope that they do. I hope that it feels like the the Netflix series and that it's a continuation of the Netflix series and not... And, and I only ask that because we saw Kingpin make an appearance in the Hawkeye series, right? And it just didn't... <laughs> it felt like kingpin light compared to what we had seen. In his
1: Hawaiian Sp- shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he's a little super
2: powered it felt like too yeah yeah,
3: yeah i think that i think they'll have more time to to show us uh maybe more of a netflix version of kingpin because he's going to be more part of the echo series and i don't know did you did, did everyone see the the picture from from the echo series where it shows daredevil mm-hmm. in, in his yellow costume
1: oh wait yes yes
3: yeah, yes that, and
0: and he's showing up in She-Hulk in his yellow costume as well. Oh, that's right,
3: She-Hulk. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But they've also announced that Daredevil is going to be part of the the Echo series too. So, I I think they between She-Hulk and Echo they they have some 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 time to to maybe start building up for the Born Again series. I I
0: like kind of the direction that they're going with this too because by bringing daredevil back and um they've got someone that main character who can kind of anchor the down-to-earth superheroes that i like you know there's the avengers that handle all the big stuff and spider-man is usually more down to earth but they've got him now part of the avengers and so he's a lot more involved in that kind of stuff
3: no well he's kind of more down to earth now that's one thing i really liked about no way home that's true is is because a little bit You know, everyone knows who who Spider-Man still is, but he's he's starting over as as Peter Parker, and he's more like Peter Parker in the comic books. Yeah, that's a good point. So
2: he's pretty powerful, though. Like he's you know he's strong and does stuff. Um, Yeah,
3: but he doesn't have the Stark tech anymore. Oh, that's true. That's right. That's very. That's one disadvantage.
0: He's it got is. that weird shiny blue costume now. I don't know what I think about it yet.
2: <laughs> it is interesting that they use the the kind of the plot point of like, oh, everyone knows who Peter Parker is, and so maybe it, it'll be interesting if they tried. Everyone knows who Matt Murdock is. It how do they make it not feel like a retread, right? Even though in the in the writing world it happened to Daredevil way before Peter Parker, but
0: I I think it'll be interesting though because in Born Again kingpin knows who matt murdoch is and that he's daredevil but he doesn't necessarily share that with his whole organization he just destroys matt murdoch's life and and even his his lieutenants and everybody keeps commenting on what do you have against this matt murdoch guy like what like this vendetta is going to you know ruin our organization and he doesn't necessarily share that it's daredevil and so it would be an interesting take because it wouldn't be everybody now knows that matt murdoch murdoch is daredevil it would be if they do it right, just Kingpin that knows. No,
2: was you're that late, wasn't that later that,
3: on during the brewbreaker yep. run on Daredevil. I was 100
2: right. I forgot and I mixed those up because dare, eventually Daredevil gets outed as Matt. But it, but you're yeah. right. Not part of the Born Again. So thank goodness. I, <laughs> I, I uh, now you can sleep better. <laughs> well, truly, like that Daredevil run where his identity was revealed was good, okay. mm-hmm. but. It, after that, it limited so much the, of what the character could do that it, sure. it really, to me, it put a handcuff on future writers. Like It really yeah. which, bogged the series down. Which is
3: which why is Marvel went back to giving Peter Parker a secret identity after he yeah. was outed during during the Civil War. After he outed himself series.
0: and he took the advice of Tony Starks.
3: Yeah. In- oh and, and, but, then, but then something happened uh, yeah. down the road that, you know, Everybody not forgot. everyone knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. So. He yeah, should have listened to Cap. Cap told him not to share it.
3: <laughs> I always listen to Cap. Yeah, you
0: always listen to Cap. Just It's just a good rule of thumb.
3: When I was in detention watching those videos with Cap, I... <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. <laughs> those are the best.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think it's exciting that they've announced it. And I agree, I think, with the filtering that they've got on there now. I think we can expect this to be very similar to what we've seen from Daredevil in the past. Um, and I think Disney knows, well, Kevin Feige knows not to mess with a good thing, I hope, and they don't try to mess it up too bad. But I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it all the way around. So,
2: I, um, yeah, okay, I'll agree with that. Uh, everything with <laughs> that I agree with. One thing I really think Daredevil does well. The character, right, is is he's he's really good for like meeting other characters. He's good in that whole yeah. story we talked about. He's good with the Punisher. He's he's probably good with She-Hulk, and that's an interesting dynamic. If I was king of the world, and oh, and Captain America too, like all those things kind of work. I need Daredevil to hang out with Wolverine for an episode. That's if I were king. That's what would happen.
0: I, I wouldn't be opposed to Daredevil hanging out with Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman but, Wolverine. I don't care at this point. Just yeah,
2: just a good version <laughs> would be okay. But sure, Hugh Jackman would be good. Um, did you guys I, see the Logan movie? That that yeah. kind of excellent see, in that mythology in the comic book world, Daredevil is still alive. He's still present. One of the last surviving heroes. Oh uh, wow! So. Yeah. When I watched that movie, I just in my head I'm like, yeah, Daredevil is somewhere.
0: Yeah. Aww. Well and I of I'm course just, he is. I'm just desperate. I would love to see Wolverine and Daredevil just because I'm desperate to get more mutants in the MCU.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. We
0: finally got one.
3: I want more now. Well the first mutant is gonna be the submariner. Um, you've seen the Wakanda forever. Uh Preview trailer that came from San Diego Comic Con. He's they don't show him. They only show him from the back a couple times, but it's it's clearly. Have you seen
0: Have you seen the end of Miss Marvel?
3: I have not gotten to the end of Miss Marvel yet. All right, okay, Okay. no spoilers there. No spoilers. I'm not saying nothing else. Then I just we have homework
2: to do, is what you're saying.
3: We do. I do. I I think I'm two episodes away from finishing. Yeah, I'm not at
0: the end end either. Okay. Well, I enjoyed Miss Marvel.
3: It was actually uh, pretty good. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. The the casting was really good, and and uh, I felt like that uh, the the actress portraying Ms. Marvel, I can't remember her her name. Yeah, yeah. she. I I think she hits the the comic book character on the on. It's it's a pretty good presentation of of the comic book character
0: yeah i i like it i like to watch it with my girls and be like see this this is who you need to try to look up to not because she's just so great i think in every way and so
1: very wholesome
0: anyway well thank you blake and larry we really appreciate you taking the time uh, to be here with us to talk about daredevil i know we had to really twist your arms to get you here to talk about daredevil (laughs) It still hurts a little,
3: but I'm. It was fun coming on.
2: I mean, only because I like you, Jake. That's the only reason <laughs> you can drag me <laughs> to talk about Daredevil. I'm gonna. I just want to one more thing. If I were king, I I I'm not a huge fan of Deborah Ann Wall until the Daredevil series, and I thought she was amazing. She's great. Mm-hmm. And they must. I the they must have Karen Page yes. there, and. They must have the the real downfall of Karen Page. I think it adds so much more, like power to the entire story arc if she really sunk to the depths, and 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 Matt stuck with her despite everything, and they kind of did their thing together. And I want him to flip burgers for part
0: of an episode. You know, oh my and gosh, I love that when he's flipping the burgers. The- all perfect. He I've gets never tasted a burger this good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Right. If I can have those things, they can do whatever else they want in the 18 episodes but, and Captain America for a minute.
0: Yeah. I would love to see Captain America and I would love to see it be Sam Wilson Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. It'd be the, amazing.
2: The table is set, man. Like, How can they not do that? It's, it's it, right there.
0: It'll be disappointing if they don't. I yeah. agree. Yeah. All right. Age of Geek Media, you can find us everywhere on social media at Age of Geek Media. If you have Feedback for us, you can send that to feedback at ageofgeek.com. Whew, see, it's new, so we're still getting used to it. <laughs> um, and you can also check out our website, ageofgeek.com. Uh, and then check out our other podcasts, Cutscenes and Cupcakes with Marley and Steph and Lindsay and Movies That Make Us with me and Tracy and Val and Multiplane Podcast with Val and Tyler. So I think that's everything. Whoo. That's a lot. It's a lot.
1: It is a lot. It's a big group.
0: go <laughs> to
3: FanX and see Blake. And see yeah. We'll all and be. At yeah.
1: yeah.
0: We'll all, we'll be, all at be
3: there. Uh, you are absolutely. all on some great panels. I'm so excited.
0: I'm excited. We are always excited. And I'm glad to hear that, Blake, because we're always <laughs> excited to do the panels no matter what. But there was a good slate this year to choose from and volunteer for. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. So if you've never been to FanX, you need to go because it's amazing and awesome. And they put on a great show every year. So, but thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time on Age of Geek.
1: Thanks.